Welcome to Cancelled. In the house with me for the duration of Kolchak the Night Stalker, Mr. Pat Dean is here. Hello, sir. How are you? I'm uh, I'm doing good, Pat. How are you? Horrible. You know, life is just a <laughs> uphill battle. Constantly. Uphill both ways. What is this? How, this? how could this possibly happen? You go up a hill, you think you're done, it's just more hill. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I feel like if it's uphill both ways, you're still just walking uphill. You haven't got, it's not both ways. You're it's heading con- in the same it's, direction. It's confusing. You know, it's life is just, it's kind of, that's probably the most confusing aspect of my life. Otherwise, everything is good if I can the get most, off this fucking hill. The most confusing aspect of your life is, is, is this un, untoppable hill. It makes no sense. <laughs> there has to be a, a top, but there just isn't one no matter what I do. It's, it's odd. Other than that, things are okay. What about, what about you? <laughs> I'm doing all right. Good. Not trapped on an imaginary hill, so oh, that's fuck. doing pretty good. Oh, brother, I, I fucking envy you. I mean, this hill, <laughs> hill business that I'm on. <laughs> I'm going to start selling shirts after show that say, hashtag hill business. <laughs> what a uh, shithead. Last night, I walked into the back of Cap, and uh, I had like a something caught in my throat, and Joe, uh, Joe Hafke was like, oh, you got a little, little cum in your throat? You got a little cum in your throat? Yeah. And uh, just started joking about like, oh, yeah, you know, so... Did a fat rail of cum right before I got here, so now I got <laughs> got a cum drip, and it just progressed to the idea of like uh, somebody at one point being like uh, my my new it's like my new intro I make people say is like this comic will come right down your goddamn throat. Give it up, which is the most ridiculous. Oh God, it's so disgusting! <laughs> but goddamn, it makes me laugh. The idea of just selling cum related materials with my Nick Mullen. <laughs> Yeah, good lord. That's uh, that's an interesting intro. Yeah. Because <laughs> then people, for your first minute you're on stage, you're not even pay attention to your jokes. Yeah, so they can't like, possibly. Just, who is this piece of shit? I wonder why I said that. That yeah. was really, like, we're eating. Oh, pudding. Yeah, 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 I'm trying to enjoy my ranch dip It's a two item chicken mi- fingers. It's a two-item minimum here. Like, I have to <laughs> eat something. I mean, good lord. This guy's up here talking about coming, seeing down someone's throat, <laughs> see, see, seeing down a tea, you know, all kinds of stuff. <laughs> What a world. Uh, speaking of what a world, we are back into the wonderful world of Kolchek the Night Stalker. Yeah, buddy. Episode 5, The Werewolf. <laughs> and again, I really enjoy, and it seems to more or less be the setup for this show in general, is that you know what you're getting into. Yep. The title of the episode is The Werewolf. There's probably going to be a fucking werewolf. And there's a werewolf relatively quickly. Immediately. <laughs> That's what's so cool about this, is that I, I feel like there's a trend now... With with stuff where like there's a slow reveal and there's right. something to be said for that, but I do like that it's just right away. Yeah, here comes a werewolf. Yep. What's what's Kolchek gonna do about it? Because the show is not called the werewolf; it's called Kolchek. Yep. I want to know what Kolchek's gonna do about this. How can it's, he solve this this riddle? Yeah, yeah. Of the real werewolf. <laughs> also, though, it does open with the saddest Christmas party. Oh God! Uh, at uh, at the at INS, the International News Service, they're having a little Christmas slash going away party. For Vincenzo, and this is how fucking into the character Vincenzo I am. When they, because at first they say uh, uh, this serves the bon voyage for for Vincenzo, and I was like, oh no, like I didn't want to see him go. And then they find out that he's supposed to going on vacation, and I literally I wrote, I was like, oh, good for him. He deserves, <laughs> he deserves a vacation. That's good. He has to deal with Colchick's horseshit all the time. I think good he said him. he hasn't had a vacation in five years. Yeah, yeah, which is odd because he's previously worked at two separate. News agencies, right. so it's like you had some time off in between. It's some downtime, I would think. You'd think, but uh, <laughs> there's also so that party is sad for a number of reasons. One, apparently, five people at most work at this 
as this new service? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's interesting because like there there has to be like they have to cover a wide variety of stuff. Like sure. who's handling sports? <laughs> no one. No one. No one. Occasional. Apparently, occasionally uptight. Yeah, he uptight. Got the World Series ticket. He's like on all beats. There's. But what's funny is so like, on all beats. <laughs> up, uptight has to cover whatever's thrown at him. Kolchak uh, appears to only handle like crime and supernatural stories. Yeah, and then there's an old lady who just does riddles. That's so That's weird. Her whole job is a riddle column that I didn't know was a thing. <laughs> yeah. But the only note I made about her was just he yells at the riddle lady. LOL. <laughs> like I just laughed. I was he like, yelled, like, like you're yelling. Face yelled at her. Like are you going? Are we going to get a riddle today or what? Like so mad. <laughs> It's like, well, yeah, it's my job. It, apparently, it's the only thing I do. Like, yeah, you're going to get it. I have to do it. Uh, so uh, Vincenzo has organized, has arranged for him to himself to go on a cruise at the company dime uh, in the guise of writing stories about this cruise ship that's being uh, retired or whatever. Yeah. Uh, what I didn't like at all was he describes the cruise as a... a a swinging singles cruise. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want Vincenzo in that at all. Like, yeah. I don't want to think of him swinging with singles. That think sounds of, real gross. He's wearing, by the way, a, like, Santa Claus beard and mustache this whole time. <laughs> and, he's and, get- a, and, like, a Panama Jack straw hat. It's very weird. Yeah, there's nothing. It's got to be shitty news to be like, first of all, it's bad not to be like, you're not going to go on your cruise. But now you're not going to go on your cruise and you're dressed like Santa Claus, like an asshole. <laughs> that's, so it's that's, like, oh, this sucks. Why well, has to yell at that poor fucking old lady? The poor riddle woman. Uh-huh. The Riddle Mistress. <laughs> the Riddle Mistress. So, uh, obviously, Kolchak gets sent on the cruise in Vincenzo's place. Um, this cruise... So, first off, I've never been on a cruise. I don't know yeah. how many people are normally on a cruise. Apparently, he said they say at one point this, it sleeps 2,000 people. That seems like a lot, but I don't know if that's... I don't know cruise, cruise uh, uh, population numbers yeah. or whatever. You get assigned a roommate? <laughs> that seems fucking weird. How mad would you be if you were like paying that much money to go on this cruise? And they're like, oh, by the way, here's some fuckhead you're going to be sleeping some with. Fucking, oh, great. Some real creep, by the a way. A pervert. Just a complete creep. To be fair, I mean, he is on a swinging singles cruise. But I, I did write down at one point, everyone in the 70s was disgusting. Oh, God. every person there on that boat is just a gross, like... Like he's he's all fucking like shirt open, fucking yeah. We're gonna meet these broads or whatever, and then he meets he, like he introduces some chick he met beforehand, and he's like, "Look at a swimsuit," and he's like <laughs> peeling her clothes off of her and spinning her in a yeah. circle, and she's way into it, doesn't care at all. It's so gross. Yeah, and Kolchak's like, "Yeah, can I just unpack, please?" Yeah, I love and- <laughs> of all the people that that swinging guy gets hooked up with. It's fucking Kolchak. <laughs> Yeah, it's just doesn't like, right. give a shit. No, uh, <laughs> we and then we also then meet uh, very quickly the guy who is clearly going to be the werewolf. Like we don't know right away, but yep. he's just he opens the door. He's like, get out! And like there's some like steward in the room or whatever. And he's like, get out of here! I don't want to talk to anybody. He's got rude. a wound on his arm. I'm like, okay, I wonder if it's going to be a just vampire. rude as fuck. That steward, by the way, I really enjoy. Oh, he's the best. Is, his name is George, and he's just a fucking low level criminal on this cruise. I got you anything you want, kid. <laughs> yeah, he says like, what do you need? Uh, booze, uh, booze, broads, late night snacks. Broads, I need, I want all of that. You know what that be? <laughs> just just booze, broads, and a late night snack after. Yeah, fuck yeah. Seems like the dream. The, yeah, what's great about that werewolf? He's just like the most rude. Like it's 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 weird because like he's kind of a dick, 
he's like the only werewolf who's more pref like preferable in werewolf form than human form. Just like <laughs> me. But like he it's it's odd because there there's scenes where he's like he's like, oh, I'm gonna turn into a wolf. Fuck. And he's like it's confusing. I was gonna ask you, do you think he is into being a wolf or is not? Because he like latches himself down. Yeah, he does the classic move at one point of like chaining himself to the bed to try to stop himself from running out at and, night. But why do you want to cruise? If you know you're a werewolf. I don't It's kinda move, confusing. That move makes no sense to me. He has somehow been kicked out of the Navy. They, he said something at one point oh, about like okay. he was in a naval hospital, but they sent him home because he didn't. They couldn't prove anything was wrong with him or whatever. But it's like, well, go at the month, like go at the moon. You know what's happening to you. Don't go in between wolf cycles. They're not going to notice anything. Uh, Look, I promise you, I turn into a wolf. Give me two weeks. Just pop, <laughs> I, it happens. No, come just show up on that fucking night and be like, hey guys, let's just see what happens. Uh, oh, also, he is. The strangest werewolf, because one, none of his clothes rip. You know the classic werewolf yeah. move where your clothes rips off and now you're a wolf? I love He's that. just a dude in a suit with a wolf head. It's fucking great. He's also the least stealthy monster. <laughs> I just love that he's just out in the open, doesn't give a fuck. He's just like screaming the whole time. Every time he's on screen, he's just... Rah! And the, when we, the first time we see him is my... I laughed. For, I had to pause it because I was laughing so hard. I laughed for like two and a half minutes. <laughs> because you see this like woman in like an orange dress, and there's this like Kolchak voiceover of like, Suzanne Mursky or whatever her name is. Yeah. I fucking know. Uh, on a cruise for fun, and she didn't get that or whatever. And we're like, okay, she's about to get attacked by this werewolf. You see the werewolf grab her, make a noise, so he's like, ah, and grabs her. And then the next shot is him bench pressing her over his head and throwing her off a boat and i laughed for like two solid minutes because in my head like werewolves they just eat shit. yeah they want to eat this werewolf doesn't want to eat shit he, he just wants to, wants to fuck shit up that's all he does causes mayhem there's a, there's like a scene where he i don't really get what the point of this was i i feel like they, they were just like we had to fill two minutes where he's just like Climbing a bunch of shit outside, yeah, yeah, goes yeah, up yeah. to the top. Everyone sees him. They shoot at him. He gets mad and then goes down and kills them. It's like, well, why did you even climb up there? Very odd. He climbs up and then he does that. Like, there's like, a, there's like a cable yeah, that yeah. he like slides down. Yeah, like that kind of piratey move. And I'm like, this fucking werewolf is like real agile. I'm surprised. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised he didn't like drop off of that thing and just start playing guitar. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Just see like a real party animal thing to do. <laughs> this fucking werewolf. Uh-huh. Uh, he is constantly, and like you say, he's not hiding. He's not like in the bowels of the ship. It's odd. He's just running across the deck, like at all hours of the night. Yeah. Uh, he's, I, I fucking love him so much. He's great. Uh, also, I, I wrote down here that like, Werewolf on a Cruise Ship seems like a Weekend at Bernie spinoff. <laughs> like, this is another. It kind of seems like now they make those purposely bad horror movies like Snakes on a Plane or like Sharknado. The scene Werewolf on a Cruise Ship needs to be. (laughs) Um, So Kolchak is, uh, before the werewolf actually, before we actually see him in wolf form, Kolchak is like, he meets uh, his his roommate, (laughs) introduces him to this woman named Paula, who seems like the only other decent human being. She's a bit of a nerd. She likes movies. She talks a lot. But otherwise, she seems like a perfectly reasonable human being. Yeah, yeah. And Kolchak's like, will you shut up? (laughs) 
Like, he is so dismissive of that woman. And she's just being super nice. She's just like, oh, you seem interesting. What's your story? I'm He's like, there to talk so, to so, people. And his whole reason he's supposed to be on the boat is to interview people. Like this woman is like, clearly wants to talk and is somewhat interesting. You and he's like, well, you excuse me? I have, to, I have to go talk to literally anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> it's so rude. Uh... There's a, a a whistle, like there's like a whistle that keeps going off, and all the people on the like in the uniform, like all the crew, the ship personnel, go to see what's happening. And of course, Coltrane's like, "Oh, I gotta see what's happening." And this is when we see all the fucking carnage that the werewolf has caused. What I really enjoy is that okay, so there's no cops on this boat to hate Kolchak. So we'll just have the cruise ship personnel hate Kolchak. Everyone hates Kolchak. They just hate him. The captain's immediately yelling at him about everything. They're going to put him in the brig in irons at one point. That's incredible. You can't. I I, I understand. You think you have. He's like, do you know maritime law, sir? You're a fucking carnival cruise ship director. Go play shuffleboard and (laughs) shut up. Yeah, you're not manning the torpedoes, you fucking weirdo. Just... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. His butt- so eventually, Kolchak figures out there's a werewolf, and that he has to get silver bullets to uh, to kill the werewolf. And he gets the the steward, uh, the crook steward George, to like steal a bunch of silverware, but it turns out to be like fake silver, it's like pl- silver plate. Yeah, yeah, he's like, I need real sterling silver. Isn't there any of it on this boat? And he's like, the only one, the only sterling silver on this boat is on the. There's the buttons of the captain's dress uniform. Fuck you. So weird. Why, okay, you you run a cruise ship. You're not fucking. Uh, I, I don't. You're not fucking adding on uh, uh, whatever the fuck I'm drawing. Fucking drawing a blank. But my point is like your dress uniform as a cruise ship should not be actual fucking precious metals. Yeah. Uh, but apparently that's and I also like that that's the only silver anywhere on this ship, as if it's part of like the captain's creed. Only my buttons. Yeah, I love that. That's part of like the training of being like a steward or whatever. It's like, and also it's very important. If anyone asks where the silver is, we don't have any silver. Okay, it's just the buttons. Why? Why? How? Why would you ever know that? Uh, um. So Kolchak comes back. Kolchak is getting turned away left and right. He wants to go investigate. They won't let him through. Yeah. He pretends a couple times. Like, one time he pretends to be the fucking captain's son for a while, which is weird because you're 50. So how old is this fucking captain? They, they appear to be the same age. They really do. Yeah, I had my son when I was six. So. <laughs> All right. It was different back then, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, you retired at 14. <laughs> Dead by twenty two. Yeah, you, world. you saw action in World War One at age thirteen. Just all right. It's war changes a man. It makes you want to settle down. All right, I guess. Uh, um, One thing that was very funny was they. You're talking about this. This is pervert of a fucking roommate or whatever. Yeah, he he just he 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 like he tries to set cold check up with, with that lady, and he's like, "Yeah, it's a good way to get your chimes wrong." And I was like, "Ugh, gross." Uh, he keeps saying gross shit like. Uh, when he's showing off that the girl in the bikini, he's like, "Look at that! Bi- look, like, look what's in that bikini, and look what's out of it." Shut up, you fucking creep! Shut yeah. up. It, it, one interesting thing was was one of the ladies that he brings around. He says it's his ex wife. That woman. Yeah. So they, they we find out later in the episode, and Kolchak is very confused that he's like. Uh, so Kolchak asks if if uh, there's a priest on the boat because he needs a priest to bless the silver bullets. And uh, oh guy, yeah, and the guy's like, "Hey, Paul is a nice girl, but you don't have to sign up for a life sentence." Uh, 
He's like, me and uh, whatever this girl's name, it doesn't matter, the other girls call her Alice. Uh, me and Alice did the marriage thing for 10 years. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking so about? Weird. They were married for 10 years, hated being married, and then they fucking got divorced three years ago. He's like, and we've been loving it ever since. It's weird. Like, I, I wrote this down. I kind of wanted to try to write something about it. Like, people who, like, get a divorce, but then, like, still are together it's like weirdly romantic to me where sure. i'm like i don't know why yeah, I, don't I'm like, the, I don't need the government being involved in it's kind of sweet it's kind of yeah. sweet <laughs> but like he's just a huge prayer with fucking creepy shorts yeah it was uh yeah that was that was kind of a funny development also i love that like that guy was gonna be a priest that later on got to bless the silver stuff like that guy was he he just wanted to fuck so bad totally they gross. all just want to fuck everybody's gross except kolchak the uh the, there's a, a, a so so Kolchak comes back to get Paula to help him with something. Why she should help him, I have no fucking idea. He always involves just, people. He keeps bringing people. He needs her to like distract the the cruise ship people so that he can sneak in and see what's happening or whatever. Uh, but when he gets back, she's dancing with some other guy, and he's like, he just cuts in, and the guy says, "I shelled out a I shelled out a buck eighty for a mai tai, and I don't even get half a dance." <laughs> One drinks were so cheap. That's amazing. A dollar eighty. First off, who's charging unrounded off numbers for drinks? A dollar, a dollar eighty. Two bucks. Like there's tax involved. Like it's it's maritime law. Yeah, yeah, I thought we were on maritime law. And also that you say that like you rented her time. Like she's some sort of like yeah yeah like Asian concubine or something. It's so weird. But then also other like she's like she seems cool, but then she says something real weird at one point. Because uh, she had overheard two Italian sailors say something about a werewolf. They said lupo, whatever. The yeah, fuck, yeah. And it means werewolf. And uh, she's like, you can't listen to them. Italians are always dramatic. <laughs> okay, lady. You say so. Yeah, I don't know. I've never heard that before about Italians. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I don't know. I've never How about they're always about fucking overdramatic about werewolves? Yeah. Yeah, that's not being things. dramatic. That's just being like, we're going to die. Yeah. Like, let's- and by the way, that werewolf attacks like... 15 people. So many people! Phone. He's constantly just throwing people around left and right. <laughs> he just throws them. What are you, what are you doing? He, Everyone throws people on the show. He never, he doesn't bite anybody. No. Scratch anybody. He literally is like punching and throwing people <laughs> and, and like yelling. And, and the whole time you have to understand, he's wearing like a leisure suit. So weird. It's so strange. It's so 70s, man. It's it's so great. Um there's one point where, like, there's, like, a big group scene. I think it might actually be before the scene you're talking about sure. where there's, like, a bunch of people kind of standing around and, like, you could tell they you they, they spent less than a minute on writing background dialogue for it. Because you hear, like, snips of conversations and right. one person literally says, I like tennis and swimming. And you're like, what? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. so weird. Uh, there are a couple weird, like, not weird, even weird lines, just lines that I really enjoy. At one point, uh, Kolchek is running around trying to... Uh, catch the werewolf or whatever and uh he yells at somebody get back in your cabin dumb dumb <laughs> i love it so much i love dumb, dumb. i love insults that are very like there's nothing dirty about that nope it's, there's no cursing but like <laughs> yeah. if someone said get back in your cabin dumb dumb i'd be like i'm gonna fucking kill that guy cut me to my fucking core i swear to Christ. dumb dumb <laughs> hey you ding dong so oh man effective. yeah 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 is a very effective uh, uh, insult. Yeah, it's fucking great. He uh, at one point Kolchak is yelling at the, the the captain is so weird. He's like gonna have a guy make like, leg irons to lock fucking Kolchak up or whatever. 
Uh, but Kolchak has that moment like he does with all the cops where he's like, here's what you're going to do. You're going to get every person on this ship to have a gun with silver bullets and blah, blah, blah. And he's doing that <laughs> fucking thing. But he says, he's like, let me tell you how you, let me tell you so you could understand. And he just starts giving him orders like a sea captain. He, and he's like, aye, aye, sir. I just, I, <laughs> he is, and, and I also want to say this about Kolchak, for a, uh, let's say roughly 48 year old kind of alcoholic reporter. He's <laughs> pretty fucking quick on his feet. Yeah, he is. This episode, like, it, particularly on this this episode, he's, like, jumping and climbing on things and running yeah. all over the place. And I was like, oh, good for you, man. I can do that shit. No, I have to, if, if surviving a werewolf attack means doing one pull-up, I'm fucked. Oh, There's, I'm in so much trouble. It's over. If the werewolves attack Austin, Texas, you and me are the first ones <laughs> yeah. going. Because, I mean, what are we going to do? Yeah. And also, like... I think we have crucifixes anywhere in here. <laughs> Nothing we can do. Yeah, yeah, absolutely <laughs> they not. own silver. I like, go, yeah, I don't know fucking silver. What are you talking about? Got a lot of empty Lone Star cans I could throw at you. I, mean, I don't know if that's <laughs> yeah, gonna... yeah, yeah, No, we need cores. <laughs> oh, that's true! It was light. Oh, shit! Mm. In the case of a vampire attack, <laughs> the silver bullet... <laughs> Holy shit! I can't be. I'm sure that joke's been made before. Probably, but we just saved a lot of people's <laughs> lives when the werewolves. Everyone the talks werewolves about the attack. Everyone talks about the zombie apocalypse. Sure. No one talks about the werewolf apocalypse because it's not happening. Yeah. Um, Fair enough. That fuck it. So the werewolf goes to the the doctor and he's like, "I need." He's like, "I'm having these dreams, uh, whatever." And he's like, "I need you to shoot me up with a, a, a painkiller." And the doctor's like, "I can't give you a narcotic." And the guy's like, "Why?" And I was like. He's a fucking cruise ship doctor? Yeah. I'm sure that fucking doctor title came with the fucking shirt he's wearing. He's not a real doctor. Uh, of course, that guy just gets killed and he fucking steals whatever he needs. Doesn't work. Ties himself to the bed. Breaks through the chain immediately. Yeah, that's why I was kind of confused as to, like, I wonder if he... He clearly knows he's a, he's a werewolf, but, like, he doesn't... Yeah, but why go on a cruise ship? Why go on a cruise ship? So, so it's like, he doesn't... So it's like, are you into being a werewolf? I don't think he is, but, like... It's weird. It's confusing. And we find out that he... Had, there's a line in the beginning of this episode where he's where Kolchak's doing the voiceover about, you know, this one family was attacked by, like, five people killed by a wolf attack. And he's like, in the recorded history of America, there's never been one documented case of uh, humans attacked by wolves. And I was like, that can't possibly be true. Yeah, how could... There's, lo- there's no way that's true. How could that possibly... Yeah. We... I, there's is, just no way. I just that those numbers don't add. This up. was a colony at one point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wolves yeah, attack yeah, yeah, yeah. colonies. There was a whole point where we like moved west through wolf territory. At some point, dang, yeah, wolf uh, territory. I didn't even think about <laughs> it that way. That's fucking frightening. Imagine walking through wolf territory. Well, what's on the other side of it? We don't really know yet. Yeah, what? Yeah. <laughs> then why are we? What are we, are we doing here? <laughs> There's food here. Uh huh. I really. Also, like, uh, so we find out that uh, this guy, like, so every, like, within a month of this one attack, there's another attack, and and Kolchak figures out that's a werewolf, and he asks Paula, because Paula knows a lot about movies, he's like, so don't you know anything about werewolves? You must have seen a werewolf picture at some point in your life. (laughs) That bothers me. I mean, I like it, because it's just, like, what else are you going to do? But, like, for a man who is constantly dealing with supernatural things, he goes to, like, movie... (laughs) <laughs> movie answers very quickly. What's interesting about... And I grant there's no fucking library on this cruise ship or right. whatever, but... What's interesting about Kolchak is that it seems like he, he he goes up against a lot of supernatural stuff, but he's not like a character like, like, like House or Sherlock Holmes where he knows everything about this. Right. He's literally... 
he's he's like lecturing people about stuff he learned about three minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah, so yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah, that's hundred percent true. It's so weird. Where it's like, well, you idiot, don't you know you have to do this? Like, motherfucker, right. you just looked this up. Yeah, you yeah, had yeah. Some, you, that creepy research guy looking up. You didn't even do anything. <laughs> you did none of the work. That fucking somebody guy. just gave you the answers. Very odd. Uh, he is also for he's at this point, and I mean, I guess he's dealt with a fair amount of supernatural things. But at this point, he just seems to be sort of mildly perturbed by them. Yeah. He's not ever freaking out. At the end of this episode, spoiler alert, he kills the werewolf. Yeah. He also, he kills the werewolf by throwing it overboard, which I'm yeah. not sure. I mean, I guess it would work theoretically or in an ocean or whatever. I guess he, like, yeah, he shot him. He shot him with a couple too. fucking silver bullets that didn't actually do much. And yeah. And he throws him off the side of the boat. Uh, but the, the last thing you see is him, like, sitting on his luggage waiting for a cab to show up. Yeah. If I had just fucking killed a werewolf... After having killed a zombie, aliens, <laughs> two vampires, <laughs> and, a ja- and, a J- and a Jack the Ripper. <laughs> a Jack the Ripper. You, I swear to God, you'd never hear... I wouldn't be able to think about anything else. He's just like... If he had a cell phone, he'd be flipping through it. Like, he's right. just sitting on his fucking... On his luggage, waiting on a cab. He's just... He's like, kind of does that thing where he holds his hat in place and carries his luggage away. He just looks like... A little annoyed about the fact that there are just monsters constantly interjecting their <laughs> way is, in his life. It is very weird that he's just like one step away from fighting a Frankenstein monster, but he's just like sitting there being like, oh, I fucking believe these cabs, they take forever. Yeah. It's like, you just <laughs> murdered a werewolf. Uh, you survived fighting a werewolf. It killed 35 people. <laughs> well, to be fair, we find out at the end that I think he says something like 14 were attacked, and like, but only three died. Which means there's like eleven more werewolves running around, right? Isn't that I what think that so. means? And well, he what he says is that they uh, they all disappeared. Rumor has it they're in Sweden being treated for a rare blood disease, which I guess is supposed to be werewolfism or whatever. Yeah, I don't. Um, wonder why Sweden or Switzerland or wherever they ended wherever up. Wherever the fuck he says they ended up. Yeah, I don't, it's a weird choice. Um, it's a very weird episode. Um, I still like. It. I like this episode very much. It's. It's goofier than yeah. I feel like the other ones have been. Well, because the monster in the past has been like, you know, kind of creepy looking, and like I think that they do a pretty good job with the monsters, particularly that that female vampire. They do a very good job of making them look creepy. Sure. They didn't do a very good job, because like you said, he's in a, he's in a leisure suit the like, whole time because they clearly couldn't afford the full body prosthetic, and then also. To make up for that, they have him scream way too much. It's so funny. He's just growling Arr! every second he Arr! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He says, yeah. It's, it's like, like, whoa. It's the very hell? strange. Yeah. Uh, I like I like it because the other episodes, I feel like, um, it's, I, I like it when, when episodes have a, or when, when TV series have an episode that takes place away from all the other sets you sure, see. Sure, sure, So you only see the newsroom for like a second and you don't right. see... So he's just on the ship the whole time. I, I, just, I just like when, when episodes do stuff like that. Sure. So I enjoyed it. I like the weird 70s-ish, uh, 70s stuff about it. It's goofy as fuck, but I'm, I'm, I'm still with it, man. I still like it. I 100% agree. This next episode, it's not bad, but it didn't grab me the way these previous other episodes oh, really? have. In a way that it's like, I think I was just confused too much. And maybe I wasn't paying close enough attention, but like I open when it op- the opening grabbed me. I like the opening a lot. So he's talking about like arcades and like and I guess you know the different type of arcade back then. But there's like this Zoltan fucking tell you your fortune machine, a bunch yeah. of pinball machines. But this arcade was like a mob hangout, which is just <laughs> hilarious. yeah, like the Sopranos of a strip club. These guys are just playing fucking pinball. <laughs> it's 
It's so fucking silly. Drinking cherry cokes. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's odd. Yeah, well, this episode is weird because the villain is like a combination of like three different things. Yeah. So a doppelganger. So in this thing, the the bad guy is like a doppelganger who's also a ghost who can set you on fire. Right. So it's like three different things. I, I always thought a doppelganger was like... <clears throat> It's a copy of a, a person, copy of you. I guess in this show, it's like the doppelganger is also a ghost who can like impersonate Im- other people. Right. That's it, what he can look like other people. And then for some reason, set you on fire after you fall asleep. Well, he's still, so uh, we see in the beginning that at this arcade, this mob arsonist, which I didn't know was a, a job, a, a title in the mob. Well, like know. we've got our fucking bookie, we got our enforcer. <laughs> of course, we've got our arsonist. This right. Is, I don't understand that, but. Uh, he's an arsonist and he gets killed by the mob. Uh, and then, so this, so he gets, so I guess the story is that he, his ghost gets attached to this like classical music pianist or whatever. Yeah. So now the, there's a ghost going around that looks like a guy who's still alive. He doesn't look like the arsonist and he's killing people. But why? So I think Who is he why is he killing why is he choosing these people to kill? So what happens is at the beginning is the there's like a guy, he's like a conductor or whatever for an orchestra and he's driving and he he cuts off the hearse that has right. the mobster in it. Yeah. I maybe that pissed off the ghost. I don't know. It's kind of odd. <laughs> it's such a weird ever a ghost to care about traffic. I don't, right. It seems odd. Hey, man, we're, you're not supposed to do that to hearses. I'm going to teach this guy a lesson by murdering all his friends. Killing everyone he knows and pinning it on him. So it's very strange. So I so I think that's how I got attached to it. I, I don't see any other explanation, though. That explanation kind of doesn't make a lot of sense. Also, the ghost looks like Michael McDonald, which I find <laughs> uncomfortable the whole time. He's got, like, long, wavy white hair. Um, so... A guy in this hotel or apartment or whatever is burned alive, and uh, Kolchak is on the case, of course. Uh, I, there's a thing about that. So they they visit a, uh, so there's a witness that claims to have seen this conductor guy, who turns out we've realized is a ghost. It's such a very confusing episode. The doppelganger uh, ghost. But she is the like most cartoonish old lady. She's wearing like a pillbox hat, and she's yeah. got a little dog, and she talks like this, like she talks <laughs> like that, like you know what I mean? Yeah, the way that old people used to, but don't anymore. Apparently, if you judge like old TV, old women all had that like squeaky voice or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and Holchek just walks into this fucking active crime scene. I get, I'm like, I'm starting to understand why the cops can't stand this man. He's just trampling through evidence. Like, yeah, yeah, that is true. Especially with arson, there's just like the fire leaves evidence, and he just he just shows up. Knocking everything around. Yeah, it doesn't like, give a shit. It's the news! <laughs> well, there's also forensic evidence, but yeah, yeah okay. The man the news, is dead. Yeah, the man uh, died, but glad you can write your little story. And I, I really, but I guess my biggest issue is, and I might have just missed it, I don't understand how the victims are picked. They're, they all seem to be related to this conductor. They're like friends with them. But what, I don't... But I don't get how the, how the doppelganger would know that. How, or, or why he gives a shit. There's no... Like, it's a weird villain because he's just killing randomly and not in the way that, like, yes, if a vampire just starts stalking people it needs to eat, that's what it's doing. It doesn't seem to get much out of it, does it? No, it just, like, like the zombie episode, he was killing for revenge or whatever, but this is just, like, a weird ghost that is burning random people alive. Why don't you just kill the guy who cut you off in traffic? Traffic or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Colch, somehow, 
Kolchek gets the ire of this ghost. Okay, first off, Kolchek has a gypsy friend <laughs> that he goes to see at one point who is not a particularly good friend. No, uh, no one likes still, him. She's still charging him money. Uh, $200. A lot in the 70s? That's like two months rent. That's so much money. Yeah. That was like 40 years ago. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't even want to do the math. It would make me sad of how much $200 is back. Like yeah. today's, that's like, he you could finance an independent film. He has no... You know I mean? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You make Blair Witch for that kind of money. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking, he, uh, at one point he's like, I only have $5 for dinner. And she fucking does not give a shit. And he's like, well, so he, he literally goes, like, oh, so much for dinner. You need to, like, budget better or figure out your job situation because you're a professional. The thing about Kolchak, and the thing this is kind of interesting is, I, I don't, I'm not always certain how we're supposed to feel about Kolchak, how they want us to view him. Right. Because we don't know anything about him. Like, it's kind of a weird thing. I think this sure. is, what, the sixth episode? Yeah, yeah. We don't know anything about we him. We have never seen his apartment. Never seen his apartment. You know what I'm saying? I, he could just be homeless for all I know. It's, we, we don't know. Like, we, like we, we never see him talk about any sort of social life or personal life or anything. It's just about his job and the nose and all this stuff. So it's like, I just... I wonder if we're supposed to view him as, like, sympathetically, if we're supposed to view him as, like, oh, he's, like, a cool, tough guy. It's, it's interesting. I, uh, is he lonely? What's going on? I think Vincenzo's his only friend, and I'm not sure Vincenzo likes him that He much. hates him. <laughs> he gets phone calls at 3 in the morning from people in other cities being like, you got to rein your boy in. And he's like, yeah. God damn it. <laughs> I'm so far away right now. We're in different time zones. Um, everyone starts thinking it's... Uh, like they're talking about spontaneous combustion. Yeah. Uh huh. He goes. Kolchak goes to talk to like an arson investigator uh, because what's happening is these like people are being burned up, but the stuff around them and for touching isn't burning. So like, there a woman is at the pool. She's on like a lounge chair. She burns to a crisp, but like the lounge chair cushions are fine. Yeah. Uh, so he goes to see if there's like some sort of chemical that can do that. Uh, and. The, the arson investigator says at one point, he's like, you know, maybe the military has some sort of chemical, but it's not something, like, the public could get. He says, uh, if someone's running around with some super hot foot juice, I'd like to know about it. Super hot foot juice? Gross. It, what is... Uh, yeah, I love... Uh, but it's such a weird... Like, in my head, that, like, sounds like 70s slang, but I can't imagine it ever have being said again or before. I've never mean? heard of like, it. It's not like, you know, stay cool, daddy-o. Like, yeah. We've all heard that, but, like, <laughs> hot foot juice. I don't even know. So I don't... But also, so this ghost, it's just real confusing. <laughs> it's just, I find myself very confused by this episode. Yeah. So he... Now the ghost wants to kill Kolchak and the conductor that the ghost looks like. I'm not sure why. Yeah. But we find out that through the gypsy that Kolchak goes to see, uh, <laughs> who's doing like a fake gypsy accent until he shows up and then she's just like some Chicago lady. Yeah. But also still a real like magic gypsy. Like, like I, it, <laughs> the fact that she was doing a scam, I was like, oh, I get this. But then she's also like knows shit and can fix curses. She can actually, she actually knows stuff. Yeah. Um, tells him that if he falls asleep, that the ghost can kill him in his sleep and set him on fire. So yeah. Kolchak is up for like, at one point he says, I've been up for 52 hours straight. And the way that is displayed is by him acting very drunk. Yeah. He's just like stumbling around and slurring his words. Not making sense. I mean, sense. I guess if like you've been up for 50 hours, you'd probably do that. But 
<laughs> at one point he goes like so he goes to like to confront the conductor because he thinks the conductor is like setting people on fire or he just wants to ask him questions that nobody wants to ask or whatever and uh he sees the conductor he walks into the apartment the conductor disappears because it's just a ghost version of the conductor and then everything in the apartment starts setting off catching on fire including the fish tank which i just really enjoyed <laughs> like the curtains catch on fire or whatever and then the fish tank catches on fire and i was like well that's a neat trick like <laughs> Set a giant bucket of water on fire. Imagine impressive. just getting fucked up with someone and being like, you want to see some yeah. shit? Let me set this fucking Swimming pool fish on tank on fire. Oh, God. This is tight. I love that Like he sets everything on fire, and then he like he escapes the fire, and he's just like, oh. And, like doesn't seem to yeah. tell the conductor. Like, yeah, no he one just escapes the fire by leaving. Like, like, literally, he just opens. He takes. His, he uses his hat to open the door because yeah. the door not hot, and then he just leaves. There's no like. Doesn't tell the conductor. Moment. Doesn't do anything. Just like, well, I should probably leave now. Well, yeah. Well, you're coming out of a burning home. Yeah. And the cops already fucking hate you. Like, <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, the cops are furious in this whole episode. <laughs> At one point, he he like somehow figures out that the that if they get to like a church, then the ghost can't get to them. Yeah. So I guess they can like sleep in the church, and they don't have to worry about getting set on fire. So he, like, convinces the conductor to come with him, and, like, the cops are there, and, like, the conductor psychiatrist is like, look, you're hallucinating, uh, you just have to go home and get some sleep, you've been up for ten, for two days or whatever, and Kolchak's like, no, I know that sounds sane, but remember, there's a ghost that looks like you that can set people on fire, and the guy's like, <laughs> yeah, this Kolchak guy's making a lot of sense, I'm gonna stay here, I'm gonna stay in this church. Uh, <laughs> there's a thing that I, that, okay, so Kolchak figures out He's like, kind of figures out that he had cut off this hearse. He's trying to figure out who was buried at the cemetery that day. So he's going through the filing cabinets at the uh, news station for obituaries. Did you notice where those filing cabinets were? No. They're in the bathroom. They are? Yeah. He's like, he's like on a stepladder going through these filing cabinets. And behind him are two sinks and then the doors to the toilets. Like the stalls for the what toilets. What the fuck? I don't understand. And I, they have mentioned prior that like... Oh, the the stairs his filing cabinets on or whatever. Like there was an episode where the cops were gonna like uh-huh. fuck with them with yeah. like, fire codes. I guess we're supposed to buy that they moved them into the bathroom or whatever, but it's just very weird. And then Uptight's dumbass has started like it's such a stupid <laughs> gag, but he's filing everything by like try M for murder or H for homicide. Yeah, it makes like, no sense, yeah. What are you doing? It's, it ends up being under A for arson or whatever, but it's supposed to, it's an obituary. It's a dumb gag, but I do kind of like their commitment to making Uptight just a fucking idiot. Just a dummy, asshole. yeah. An asshole. He's an asshole. Yeah, he's he a is. fucking, in the last episode, he's like, I'm, uh, he, he wants to go to the doctor because he's not feeling well, and then he's like, uh, it's like, well, what about all those vitamins you're taking? He's like, it's the vitamins that are making me sick. Shut up. <laughs> I, I also love that he's like, yeah, he's like, hey, Uptight, you want to go on this cruise? He's like, no, I don't feel well. It's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah cruises aren't relaxing. No, it sounds like a horrible thing Fucking for you to be forced to go on a cruise. Uptight. You deserve <laughs> that name, sir. <laughs> if I could be so bold. Uh, so Kolchak, at one point, the, the, the gypsies charges him $200 to, like, help him. Uh, so <laughs> he has to break in the petty cash at the news place. Yeah. And rob the petty cash to be able to pay off this gypsy lady. Or she'll put a curse on him. Or she'll let him die. Not that she'll put a curse on him, but she she could help him stop stop this doppelganger ghost from setting him on fire. And she's like, only for $200. (laughs) So he has to rob his office. 
that stupid secretary other reporter lady's like, I can lend you money, no questions asked. Is it booze or gambling or whatever the fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. to him? And he's just like, no, I gotta pay off a gypsy. Can I just go? Like, he's like so above, he's just over trying to explain the situation <laughs> to anybody. I guess, yeah, you, you've hit that point of complete insanity where everything happened to you was weird and you've been awake for like two days, so you're just like, fuck it. I'm not even trying to justify yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I'm paying off the gypsy girl. Sorry, that's what I do. I'm Kolchak. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm fucking Kolchak. How, how are any of these people surprised by his antics? At yeah, this at this point, particularly if you're Vincenzo, he's one involved you and in, you watched it like you know for a fact he's killed a vampire so like you know he's involved in all the supernatural shit at some point you got to cut either cut him some slack or fire him yeah because he, like you this is just gonna keep happening you can't just have it both ways uh he so we find it's such a very confusing episode he has to get the ghost back into its dead body and to do that, he has to bring the body to where the guy died? Yeah. So Kolchak digs up a corpse. It's how many stuffs times? Stuffs it in a bag and it's just and drags it down the street. Like you literally see him like shuffling, dragging a fucking duffel bag <laughs> with a corpse in it. I've got this arcade. I'm just now realizing how many graves this guy has fucking desecrated <laughs> over the span of this series. Six he episodes in. Thinks nothing of just bar- just just getting a dead fucking body out of the earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he even says like in voiceover like uh, I couldn't. Uh, there's no way the uh, I can get an order to exhume this grave with the evidence I have. He's like. So back to the graveyard. Like, he's just so cavalier about digging up corpses. <laughs> uh, and he drags a ca- So first he goes to the pinball, to the arcade, and he's talking to the guy that runs the arcade, who is, like, supposed to be somewhat mobbed up. Like, he won't talk to the cops. He's like, I ain't say nothing or whatever. Yeah. But then also knows a lot about pinball. <laughs> like, I said, that overlap is so weird. This arsonist guy <laughs> was, like, apparently a great... Pinball play. I love that these monsters like it's not. <laughs> it's not just a front. You know what I mean? Yeah. They don't just own this business so they can hide out in the back and do their mob shit. They literally just want to play pinball just and then also, I guess, do some crime yeah. while they're fucking there. Uh, he could. So he figures out where he's like. I need to know exactly where he died. So he died in front of this one machine. He brings the corpse there. The fucking ghost shows up, but he looks like the conductor, and then he's like, you leave that conductor alone and get back in your body. Yeah, that he's was just weird. He's just literally, like, an exorcism is normally like there's some Latin, or like a fucking, you gotta throw some holy water, like yeah. some candles. It's just Kolchik bitching this ghost out. He just nags the ghost until it's like, fuck this. I'm going to the afterlife. I don't want to deal with Kolchak anymore. anymore. Yeah, he just yells at the ghost <laughs> until it leaves. That's it. <laughs> Uh, that was so weird. He said the ghost is like setting the place on fire as this is happening, and uh, Kolchak just starts yelling at him, and eventually you see him like turn into the arsonist version of the ghost, and then do that. He might as well have done that thing where like, you know, like the walking downstairs behind the yeah, couch or yeah, whatever, because yeah. he looked like he hit the button in the elevator move. He just sort of <laughs> lowers out of frame, and then uh, Kolchak walks out of a burning building directly into the cops' arms, which I fucking really like because like yeah. Of course they're going to arrest you for arson. You just walked out of a fucking building that's on fire. Uh, also, there's a dead body inside. There's a fucking dead body that you dug up! No one cares that he's just always digging up dead bodies. Always goes away with it. No one seems to care. No the 70s care. were a different time, Chris. You know, it was yeah, like, it was loosey-goosey with those corpses. 
Uh, what, what do you give this episode out of 10? How, um, many, how many Chris Cubises does it get? <laughs> I gave it like five. Five. It yeah. was very confusing. Uh, I kind of like the ghost. Like, I was into, oh, a ghost story. This is going to be different than what we've had so far. But the the rules of the ghost were so confusing to me that I just kept, like, losing interest because I couldn't figure out what was happening. Yeah, it's, and it's not like they're they're doing an interesting twist on a ghost. Right. Like, if it was like, yeah, it's a ghost, but it only comes out in the day. It's something. Right. It's just like, yeah, it's a doppelganger who's a ghost who sets stuff on fire. Why? I don't know. Uh, yeah, there's, that's the other thing. Is there's no, no explanation. There's no real motivation for the ghost. I feel like the monsters in general have been like, oh, Jack the Ripper is a fucking like supernatural creature that has to feed or whatever and then you know the vampires and werewolves but then this and even the zombie is like oh there's someone controlling it for yeah. revenge and then this is just like i don't know this ghost seems like an asshole it's like this is a real dick of a ghost it's just a jerk yeah it's just a real jerk a real dumb dumb <laughs> uh so and so culture gets arrested and he's like on voiceover he's like oh uh i gotta I call vincenzo to raise bail money but it's his night to play cards, and I have no idea where he is. So I guess I'm going to spend this night sleeping it off in the slammer. Uh, it doesn't seem upset that he's not faced at all. He's going to jail. Not faced <laughs> at all that realistically, he should just go to prison. Yeah, there is the only thing known for sure is you walked out of a burning building with a corpse in it directly into police custody. I fail to see how you work your way out of this one. At least the other. Supernatural occurrences usually like they're fighting cops, and the cops can be like behind closed doors, be like, "Yeah, you know that that was a real I mean, thing." Thanks you for saving like, the werewolf or whatever, but like we don't want to admit it. But yeah, that yeah. was a fucking vampire or whatever. There's no real. They're just gonna be like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah, the cops don't think it's a ghost. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, the cops don't. There's a scene where like Kolchak is going to confront the the conductor guy, and he sees him get into this car. So he's following him. He gets stuck, cut off in a red light. The car goes through, and then he comes up, and now the car's on fire. It was clearly not the ghost. It was some other guy who got burned to death. And the, he's like, he runs up. He's like, "There's two people in that car. Put that fire out." Which is exactly what the cops were doing. They were already trying to put the fire out. Uh, but then the cops like, "There's only one person in here." Uh, Kolchak says something about there's only one body. Like, uh, there's only one body in here, and the cops are like, "Yeah, lucky for that other guy." I don't give a shit. <laughs> They're not concerned about the fact that they're like that guy maybe set this fire. Yep. Nothing. They don't give a shit. No. They're just like, oh, somebody's setting, setting stuff on fire, I guess. Happens. They're a little weirded out by like the other stuff not burning, but not to the point of like, oh, there's a vampire running around. And there's never that moment like in those other episodes where like 15 cops are attacked by a fucking werewolf, so there's all these witnesses. No. It's just no. a weird ghost that Kolchak, I'm presuming, should do about 10 to 12 years for arson <laughs> at the end of this episode. <laughs> Be running like the next episode should be him running like the prison newsletter, <laughs> fighting some sort of fucking the creature from the Black Lagoon, comma <laughs> in prison. Oh shit! You got anything you want to plug? Ah, uh, let's see. Uh, February sixth. It's a Monday. We're we're doing shit's golden. Me and Chris tell us our monthly show at Spider Ass Ballroom at nine o'clock. It's five bucks. It's two bucks if you have a student ID. So steal a student's ID. Set them on fire. You can get away with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally fine. <laughs> Dig up a dead student. <laughs> take his ID. Do it. Set his corpse on fire. Uh, um, and then follow me on Twitter, at Pat Dean. Uh, I, I should have this out shortly. So tomorrow, Thursday. Well, this will be out tomorrow. So since this is out tomorrow, come see me tonight in Houston at 
the Houston Improv opening for Alfie May, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, so come out for that. That'll be fun. The 24th, I will be in San Francisco for SF Sketchfest taping the guest list for CISO. A Hell bunch yeah. of comics like Henry Phillips is on it and Craig Barron, Julie Rossi. It's going to be real fun. Uh, I'll be in L.A. for a few days. I'm sure I'll be around doing shit, so check my Facebook for updates. If you like the show, rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends, do all the cool shit. We really appreciate it when you do that, because it helps. Uh, we are uh, about... I don't know, we're not even halfway through at this point. No, there's like 20 there's episodes. Like 20 episodes. There's like a lot of this. It's a long fucking season. So, yeah. uh, hang in with us. We appreciate you. <laughs> Have a good one.